into the bosom and hucking in my tool shed. Welcome to episode 76 of the Thrash Report for Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. Johnny Z, founder of Megaforce Records, uh, died last night at the age of 69. Uh, born in 1952, he passes away February 1st, 2022, just shy of his 70th birthday. Um, you know, known as not only the founder of Megaforce Records, also the guy who pretty much discovered Metallica, who gave artists such as you know, Anthrax and Overkill and King's X and Fraley's Comet, um, the Disco Biscuits, Fozzy, Ministry, gave all these bands their first big break. Schmack, I'm a gob, everybody, and wow, what sad news. Uh, we lost a great legendary Johnny Z today. John Zazula, uh, so responsible to many of the albums I have here and many of the CDs. And uh, what a great man he was. I, I'm proud that i got to know him a little bit he got to know me um but let's go back a bit though so so because you started megaforce records in order but let's go back a bit though so so because you started megaforce records in order to release the metallica record is were they kind of hand in hand yes metallica brought the label the label idea brought metallica and uh basically it was hand in hand we didn't know what even to name the label i talk about it i think in the book a little bit we were downtown on 42nd street in times square in new york city and i see the vigilante is playing which was the name of the label i said look at that marsha the name of our record company and it's playing underneath the megaforce <laughs> i said whoa the vigilante <laughs> The Megaforce. <laughs> so I basically uh, said the name of this label is the Megaforce. The man who brought at least my generation and I guess many more generations soundtrack to our lives in regards to metal, heavy metal, thrash, speed metal, et cetera, et cetera. It's with, uh, with a heavy heart. And uh, I just want to mention that uh, Jim, the unfortunate passing of Johnny Z. Johnny Z, that name goes back as far as me listening to music. You know, my early tapes and everything, I always had Megaforce Records and Johnny Z on it. Everything I used to read, Johnny was there. True pillar, man. It's sad news. Yeah, we, uh, you know, it's pretty much responsible for, you know, a lot of the bands that we listen to um, and kind of really defining a genre, if you really think about it. I mean, if you go back to, you know, him starting the label to sign that, that, you know, sign Metallica and really start the start the ball rolling, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just looking at the bands that have been on, I mean, Living Color, Manowar, Merciful Fate, Ministry, MOD, Overkill, Raven, of course, way back when. Yeah. SOD, Sweaty Nipples, Testament, Violence, Ace Fraley. Just, yeah, just, that's not even a quarter of the list, but. Yeah. He yeah. was, uh, yeah, basically uh, started with his record store in East Brunswick, New Jersey. Um, he was kind of a central figure there on the, on the East Coast metal scene. And really, you know, this underground tape trading, you know, people handing him demo tapes. I mean, we all heard the stories of, 
you know, of Scotty in and, and Frankie telling stories of, you know, just wouldn't leave Johnny Z alone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, uh, it's, it's crazy, man. They were all tied back in with, uh, what was the group, the Old Bridge Militia? <laughs> oh, yeah, Old Bridge Militia. Yeah. Can go back to those days, man. That would be awesome to go back and see some of that stuff. I think what's, like what's so, right, and it, what's so crazy is that, you know, it's almost like I was just a little too, I mean, still being 48, but it's almost like I was still just a little too young to really be in the, you know, like five or 10 years to be really in that mix, right? It'd be so great to be part of that scene. And it's actually, I, I often thought about that too, back in, uh, you know, in the seventies when I watch, and I'm a, I'm a tech junkie too. I, I work in tech and I like some of those other, you know, um, biographies and documentaries and like in the, in the late seventies and you could hear stories about um, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and, and how they were changing the world back then in like, you know, the, the 70s. And it's like doing stuff that truly was going to change the world. And I often thought how, man, if I was alive during that time, if I was, I mean, I was alive, but I was three. But still, if I, if I was alive at the time to, to contribute, to be in that. And I think of the same way with, with the rise of metal and stuff, you know, it, to be alive and be in that community at the time would have been just such an amazing experience yep for sure because there's, there's no rules there's no rules man like you just you just fucking do your shit it's pretty awesome yeah and i was gonna you know we did a little bit of research ahead of time and uh i was gonna ask if somebody knows if somebody knows uh, a reference uh in wikipedia it actually has a reference to the guinness book of uh the guinness encyclopedia of popular music and I just don't know if that links to like a particular, I, I don't know, it links to like basically an open page in Wikipedia, but I'm like, oh, is there something that, I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking, like a, like a world record or something, but I could be wrong. That'd be pretty cool if Johnny Z like held some sort of record for like, <laughs> I don't know. If somebody knows, let us know, because it'd be pretty cool. I actually, um, before recording, I mentioned that I did go and I purchased his book. I didn't have it before. And um, I didn't realize that his book, his audio book is seven hours long, which is definitely well worth the $12 for that book. So I'm definitely going to go ahead and listen to uh, Heavy Tales, The Madness as Lived by John Zazula. And it's narrated by Johnny Z. So yeah, totally looking forward to listening to that book. And if anybody has stories about Johnny Z or, or, you know, back in back in that time, let us know, man. We we want to we want to hear about it because it was such a monumental piece of history there. For sure. All right. What's happening in metal these days? This last week. Yeah. Saw Machine Head. Saw Machine Head say that their next their new album is done and that this summer will be released. Dude, how awesome is that? I'm uh, very cool. I'm pretty stoked. I think. Um, and now, do we do we actually have a, a title? I think we did. We have a title. I think we did, right? I didn't see one. They mentioned that they have one. Was it colossal? No, maybe not. There, Never mind. There's a there's a front runner for the title of the new LP, which is tentatively due out this summer. That's what Jared McEachern says, Got and it. that um, <laughs> become the firestorm, rotten, and arrows in words from the sky. Those are all songs they released on an EP last year, and those will be on this album. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it's they said it is really big. It's an epic sounding album. They've been toying around with the order, listening, kind of like taking time to really listen all the way through. They really feel as though it's heavy, melodic, raging, and yet thrashy. So yeah, I'm super excited, man. It's gonna be awesome. Yep. I'm a Rob Flynn fan. Dude, Dude knows so how to metal. I'm super excited. What? Dude, I just saw this that they said that they have a 10-minute song. What? I think I heard that a few months ago. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, yep. I think they did a lot of a few of those on the blackening as well. Right yeah. Now. Epic. Right Big and epic. Yeah. Speaking of new stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Exmortis, buddy. Yes. Um, sounds like everything's written and they are now recording, I believe, in Oakland, California. But they've put out some posts this week of them at the studio and recording. So I'm not sure. I haven't seen a date of release or anything, but they're on it. They're working. Cannot straight, wait. Straight out of Oakland. And you know what? What? We have, we have news in the tornadic camp as well. Or the EF4, as I call them. <laughs> yeah, uh, they announced, was it yesterday? Last night, they put out a post. and it, they did. Yeah, they, on February 22nd, so just a few weeks away, Awakening will be out. The EP, I believe, what they say, four songs on it? Yep, it'll be, uh, dude, it's going to be awesome. It'll be a scorcher. We'll make sure that we spread that word. And then I did see that Extinction AD... Now their March 18th is the date they're releasing their new album, but in two weeks, they will be releasing another song. Excellent. Yeah, stay close to our oh, feed. Yeah. We'll go ahead and make sure we share that right away. Uh-huh. They are badass. Badassery. And mm-hmm. uh, in some roundabout weird tangential Pantera news. Real estate news. Real estate news. Um, <laughs> did you know that Vinnie Paul's house is for sale? I did see that. Yeah. Three quarters of a million dollars. Ah, chump change. Yeah. It's, it's a weird looking house too. If you go online, you can just search Vinnie Paul house and that's like round rooms with 30 foot ceilings and it's on a hilltop. And what's this uh, realtors Johnston quote, I've been in real estate a long time and I've never seen anything like this house. It was not built to be a family home. It was meant to be a party house, which is not surprising. <laughs> right i mean watch some of the some of the videos from 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 those guys and oh my god it just it made me stressed out watching how they just destroy stuff <laughs> i couldn't take it yeah looking at the pictures of the back of the house and realized that must be where they shot some of the home video footage of people jumping off the balcony and shit and <laughs> yeah it's uh it's crazy man yeah it's pretty cool we'll have links in the show notes go check out uh vinnie paul's party house it's and i did see that they have a, a secret room behind the bookcase so Ooh. you know dude, I, I i think I, why is it that i always want like a secret room i don't know why but what would i do in my secret room can't tell <laughs> anyway big house uh, and megadeth news their new album is being pushed back from the spring back to the summer i did not see why but gonna be even longer before we get new megadeth i mean i think i think it's because they're lining it up to make sure that it coincides with the next mega cruise that's <laughs> that's that's my that's my thought i hope you're right um but we'll see we'll see um 
Yeah, I think uh, as far as new releases, the one that I wanted to talk about, which again, it didn't really take long. Uh, our friends Creator, they posted some stuff yeah. on social and they were kind of teasing some stuff. And within like minutes, fans kind of figured it out and they're like, okay, cats <laughs> out of the bag, here you go. And basically said that they're gonna announce their next record. Um, it's the first new one since the 2017 uh, God's Violence. They're going to release that uh, the new. Um, uh, they're going to release it on February fourth, alongside a brand new single. The new record is called. I'm assuming it's Hate Uber Alice. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but uh, uh, features artwork that similarly the the ever present kind of um, the same dude that did like Venom Prison and uh the art artist thy art is murder it looks very similar to the previous albums that they've had which is really really cool so this is also the first one that has the new bassist from dragon force um and wow. I, I knew they had the new the new bassist from that single world divided that they had mm -hmm. i didn't know that he was from dragon force so that's crazy um, yeah his name his name is uh Frederic, Frederic, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, but yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so I'm super stoked about Creator. Again, new single will drop tomorrow. It's going to be freaking awesome. I mean, pretty much everything that they've done recently, I've just totally, yeah, I'm in. So, yep. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I didn't uh, really see much in the way of new releases. There's probably something that flew under our radar or something. But yeah, if anything you want us to take a look at, those of you listening, let us know. Drop it in the chat, send us an email, hit us up on social. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talk about uh, our concert calendar. Last week, we went into pretty much in-depth, a lot of stuff that's upcoming. One thing that I, I failed to mention, and it's interesting, it's kind of like mixed, kind of. Um, it, it, people seem to have different thoughts on this particular band. And... June 6th, 2022, marks the 40th anniversary of the band that has rocked and shocked thrashed and trashed and blasted its way into shock and roll history. Your band, the world's band, my band, Wasp. <laughs> yes, Wasp, they're going to have, uh, they're going, they're doing their 40th anniversary world tour. They haven't toured the U.S. in over 10 years. Um, and it, it, what I've read is that they are going to do full stage show full pyro like this is going to be a show 
like it was 40 years ago. Um, full cod piece. Full cod piece. I, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. You see some photos recently, and Blackie Lawless looks like some old woman. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the, all that stuff's true or if it's real or what, but you know, I'm like I said, there's a lot of good wasp out there. I'm a fan. I think that some of their stuff is is really good. Again, it kind of bridges the line between some heavier stuff and more like the glam stuff. But um, yeah, I uh, pretty cool. There, by the way, they're the tour dates. They are skipping the Twin Cities. So <laughs> yeah. Speaking of new releases, our friend Bill Joya is in the chat, and I was going to mention this. I forgot to look it up, but. He did send us a track like you're asking people to send us stuff. Bill's very good at sending us stuff and he sent Inhuman Nature. to it once oh, or twice yeah yep was very good i need to listen to more so thanks yeah, bill totally forgot about that thanks bill i did listen to that good call out jim yeah another thing i saw today that dri is coming to the twin cities a directly, a directly responsible individual is that what that means <laughs> <laughs> or a dirty rotten imbecile whatever oh yeah tomato Thanks, tomato tomato <laughs> Depends if your teacher's asking you or your friend. Yeah, 40th anniversary tour, the Caboose, Wednesday, April 6th, 2022, with Intent. I'm assuming that's a band, not just their intent on playing. That's I'm not sure if that's a, I'm guessing that's a tour. Oh, yeah, it says anniversary tour. 40th anniversary. God, remember like, remember like Thrash Hard and like Beneath the Wheels and like, um, yeah, like Thrash Zone, right? Like, I mean, some of that stuff was just so good, man. Beneath the wheel. It's like so heavy. Yeah, good stuff. Beneath the wheel. I saw DRI a uh, handful of times at uh, at First Avenue uh, here in Minneapolis. I did cool. get to see them two or three years ago. They came through the warehouse. Not yeah, they a lot of a lot of people came to that one, <laughs> all ages. That was cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, so we're just kind of winging it. Uh, back in the day, okay. So here's this is what we're gonna do. Instead of, instead of that, I'm gonna ask you a question. Do it. What is what is that song or that artist that a non-metal song 
or artist that you're like, yeah, it's a pretty killer track, right? It's a pretty good tune. You listen to that tune. I just recently, I just discovered uh, a song that's non-metal, but it's the first time, and it's fucking up my algorithm because it's the first time I added it to my library <laughs> on Apple Music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I am, I am confident enough in my metalness that I can say, yeah, I like this, even though it's not metal. What what is one of your non-metal that that you're you're totally into? I can list some that I've gone through. I don't I'm currently not really listening to anything non-metal, but went through a Johnny Cash phase. Okay. Uh, Joe Bonamassa, he's a kind of a blues shredder. He's okay. pretty awesome. Um, I guess that's about it. I listened to Public Enemy once. Okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah, probably Joe Bonamassa and maybe some blues, some BB King. Uh, Johnny Cash for sure though. He's I've probably listened to him the most that's not metal. Got it. I actually I don't know why. Or corn. Corn. Yeah. No, this <laughs> this is uh definitely more in like top four. I don't even know. In all honesty, I don't know what it is. Here I, I can look and see what it's classified as pop. It's pop. All right. But uh I don't know why, but the the course it just was so hooky i i it was stuck in my head and i i was into it made a wrong turn once or twice it's pink dug my way out <laughs> i didn't even know it, it, uh, Bad i don't know it just it, it, it had me hooked right. so that was my that's my non-metal uh, confession for the day that's a good one she rocks that no, someone's got to cover this someone's got to, uh, some metal band cover so yeah that was my that's my that's my confession for today yeah i haven't really listened to her much like on my own i don't know if i ever have on my own but i don't know my family's listened to her a bunch and whenever it's on i don't mind it it's she is her voice is amazing and her story yeah. is really cool too Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I again, I didn't know too much uh, about her as an artist, but yeah, that song was one that uh, it was the first time I actually added a pop song to my library. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's go ahead and um, let's see. Today in the day, um, you mentioned this uh, before we started recording, and uh, yeah, man, it's pretty badass. What do we got? Yeah, I went through my notes because I have a list of all the bands that we've featured in this segment and. They weren't listed, but I f like you said, I feel like we've talked about them before, but maybe I don't know if it was on the show or not, but we are talking about a band from Southern Germany called Traitor. Yes. T-R-A-I-T-O-R and holy shit, they're badass. Nice. Yeah. So they've been yeah. active since uh, 2004 under a different name, uh, Meat Grinder, and then they changed their name to Patricide, which sounds very familiar. So I wonder if I did talk about them before, but they are definitely worth a second mention if I have brought them up before, but.
yeah dude we'll make sure that we uh we'll go ahead and add uh add links to our our youtube playlist i'm going to make sure that we drop this um uh also i'll go ahead and edit uh edit one of their tracks into the podcast as well um apparently all of my internet juice uh, i'm all out of internet juice hmm. all of my things are spinning i have all my screens <laughs> and all my things are spinning i don't know nice. so can you see the, the 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 youtube in the chat are people still hearing what we're saying what we're spitting out yeah people are still talking okay we're cool. good i see nothing <laughs> i'm going on blind faith buddy all right um yeah another band i just thought of i don't know where this came from but uh bloodhound gang i listened to them too uh, i not... remember that yeah they were really big for a while i mean they were like on the yeah. radio everywhere yeah what was their big track what was their big single uh they've had a few i don't know they, uh, they did the roof the roof is on fire that's one that's right that's right Firewater, firewater burn i think um, I don't, I, again, I can't see my notes. So what do we got next, Jim? Uh, let's see. Well, I just thought of a trivia question because you said nice. um, you're, you're frozen. Yes. Um, so uh, let me get it right here. What do the Titanic and the movie The Sixth Sense have in common? I see dead people. I see. <laughs> Good one. Not Good music one. related, but it's funny. <laughs> it is. It is funny. It is good. No, that pretty much wraps it up except for some follow-ups um last week i mentioned i saw that lich king was going to be playing in the twin cities so i went and looked that up and let's see here that's yeah. i think in march did you uh, did you get that on our i think you got it on our feed on facebook right uh maybe i don't know but okay. saturday hey, march 19th okay skyway theater nice yep and i think they're touring because they're going to be in madison the night before with toxic ruin we've talked about them before some kick-ass thrash so i'm gonna try to get up there to that one very cool Follow. yeah keep me keep me posted man we'll we'll go and yeah. we'll, we'll hang out for sure yeah that pretty much does it right on yeah so i, I want to uh again jim thanks for hanging out uh thanks everyone for listening thanks for everyone live in the chat um i hope you're still there i can't see us so hopefully you're still there um <laughs> yep. thank, thanks good. everyone for hanging out with us today i know it's a rather short episode but um, we really appreciate your support. We want to hear from you. Go ahead and send us an email at thethrashreport at gmail.com. Hit, hit us up on all of our socials. You can find those at thrashreport.com. If there's something you want to hear, something that you have heard and you want us to hear it, let us know. We want to hear it from you guys. And we will see you on the road, see you live at shows. And come and find us. We have stickers. We have T-shirts. We'll rock out at the next live show. See you next time on the Thrash Report. Jim, we'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Sounds good. And go to Facebook and check out JM Foster Dogs. JM Foster Dogs. Check out JM Foster Dogs. Give that a follow and check out their adventures. Cool. That's for you, Johnny Krenz. Nice. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. See ya.